The Second Half of Act Four of Cyrano de Bergerac by Edmund Rostand. The cadets rush to the coach. Ragano! Roxanne follows them with her eyes. Poor fellows! The cadets utter exclamations. Cyrano kisses her hand. Our good fairy. Ragano, standing on his box like a mountebank before a crowd. Gentlemen! Enthusiasm! The cadets. Bravo! Ragano. The Spaniards, basking in our smiles, smiled on our baskets. There is applause. Cyrano, aside to Christian. Christian. Ragano. They adored the fair and missed. He takes from under the seat a dish which he holds aloft. The fowl. Applause. The dish is passed from hand to hand. Cyrano. As before, to Christian. One moment. Ragano. Venus charmed their eyes while Adonis, quietly, brandishing a ham, brought home the boar. Applause. The ham is seized by a score of hands outstretched. Cyrano. As before. Psst. Let me speak to you. Roxanne. As the cadets return, their arms full of provisions. Spread them out on the ground. Calls. Christian, come here. Make yourself useful. Christian turns to her at the moment when Cyrano was leading him aside. She arranges the food, with his aid and that of the two imperturbable footmen. Ragano. Peacock au truffe. First cadet comes down, cutting a huge slice of ham. Tonnerre. We are not going to die without a gorge, sees Roxanne, corrects himself hastily. Pardon, a banquet. Ragano, tossing out the cushions of the carriage. Open these, they are full of ortolans. Tumult, laughter, the cushions are eviscerated. Third cadet, Lucullus. Ragano throws out bottles of red wine, flasks of ruby and of white, Flasks of topaz. Roxanne throws a tablecloth at the head of Cyrano. Come back out of your dreams. Unfold this cloth. Ragano takes off one of the lanterns of the carriage and flourishes it. Our lamps are bonbonnières. Cyrano to Christian. I must see you before you speak with her. Ragano, more and more lyrical. My whip handle is one long sausage. Roxanne, pouring wine, passing the food. We, being about to die, first let us dine. Never mind the others, all for Gascon. And if de Guiche comes, he is not invited. Going from one to another. Plenty of time. You need not eat so fast. Hold your cup. To another. What's the matter? The cadet, sobbing. You are so good to us. Roxanne. There, there, red or white wine, some bread, for Monsieur de Carbon, napkins, a knife, pass your plate, some of the crust, a little more, light or dark, burgundy. Cyrano follows her with an armful of dishes, helping to serve. Adorable. Roxanne goes to Christian. What would you like? Christian. Nothing. Roxanne. Oh, but you must. A little wine, a biscuit? Christian. 
tell me first why you came. Roxanne. By and by, I must take care of these poor boys. Lebray, who has gone upstage to pass up food to the sentry on the parapet, on the end of a lance. De Guiche. Cyrano. Hide everything quick. Dishes, bottles, tablecloth. Now look hungry again. To Ragano. You there, up on your box. Everything out of sight? In a twinkling, everything has been pushed inside the tents, hidden in their hats or under their cloaks. De Guiche enters quickly, then stops, sniffing the air. Silence. De Guiche. It smells good here. A cadet, humming with an air of great unconcern, seeing ha-ha-ha and ho-ho-ho. De Guiche stares at him. He grows embarrassed. You there. What are you blushing for? The cadet. Nothing. My blood stirs at the thought of battle. Another. Pum, pum, pum. De Guiche turns upon him. What is that? The cadet, slightly stimulated. Only song, only little song. De Guiche. You appear happy. The cadet. Oh, yes, always happy before a fight. De Guiche calls to Carbon for the purpose of giving him an order. Captain, I... Stops and looks at him. What the devil? You are looking happy, too. Carbon pulls a long face and hides a bottle behind his back. No. De Guiche. Here, I had one gun remaining. I have had it placed, he points off stage. There, in that corner, for your men. A cadet simpering. So kind, charming attention. Another, same business, burlesque. Sweet solicitude. De Guiche, contemptuous. I believe you are both drunk. Coldly. Being unaccustomed to guns, take care of the recoil. First cadet, gesture. Ah, De Guiche goes up to him, furious. How dare you? First cadet. A Gascon's gun never recoils. De Guiche shakes him by the arm. You are drunk. First cadet, superbly. With the smell of powder. De Guiche turns away with a shrug. Bah! To Roxanne. Madame, have you decided? Roxanne. I stay here. De Guiche. You have time to escape. Roxanne. No. De Guiche. Very well. Someone give me a musket. Carbon. What? De Guiche. I stay here also. Cyrano. Formally. Sir, you show courage. First cadet. A Gascon, in spite all of that lace. Roxanne. Why? De Guiche. Must I run away and leave a woman? Second cadet to first cadet. We might give him something to eat. What do you say? All the food reappears as if by magic. De Guiche, his face lights up. A feast! Third cadet. Here a little, there a little. De Guiche recovers his self-control. Haughtily. Do you think I want your leavings? Cyrano. Saluting. Colonel, you improve. De Guiche. 
I can fight as I am. First cadet, delighted. Listen to him. He has an accent. De Guiche laughs. Have I so? First cadet. A Gascon. A Gascon after all. They all begin to dance. Carbon, who has disappeared for a moment behind the parapet, reappears on top of it. I have placed my pikemen here indicates a row of pikes showing above the parapet. De Guiche bows to Roxanne. We'll review them. Will you take my arm? She takes his arm. They go up on the parapet. The rest uncover and follow them upstage. Christian goes hurriedly to Cyrano. Speak quickly. At the moment when Roxanne appears on the parapet, the pikes are lowered in salute, and a cheer is heard. She bows. The pikemen, off stage. Hooray! Christian. What is it? Cyrano. If Roxanne... Christian. Well? Cyrano. Speaks about your letters. Christian. Yes, I know. Cyrano. Do not make the mistake of showing... Christian. What? Cyrano. Showing surprise. Christian. Surprise? Why? Cyrano. I must tell you. It is quite simple. I had forgotten it until just now. You have... Christian, speak quickly. Cyrano. You have written oftener than you think. Christian. Oh, have I? Cyrano. I took upon me to interpret you, and wrote sometimes without... Christian. My knowing. Well, Cyrano. Perfectly simple. Christian. Oh, yes, perfectly. For a month we have been blockaded here. How did you send all these letters? Cyrano. Before daylight I managed. Christian. I see. That was also perfectly simple. So I wrote to her how many times a week? Twice? Three times? Four? Cyrano. Oftener. Christian. Every day? Cyrano. Yes, every day. Every single day. Christian. Violently. And that wrought you up into such a flame that you face death. Cyrano. Sees Roxanne returning. Hush, not before her. He goes quickly into the tent. Roxanne comes up to Christian. Roxanne. Now. Christian. Christian takes her hands. Tell me, now, why you came here, over these ruined roads, why you made your way among moss troopers and ruffians, you, to join me here, Roxanne, because your letters, Christian, meaning, Roxanne, it was your own fault if I ran into danger. I went mad, mad with you. Think what you have written me, how many times, each one more wonderful than the last. Christian, all this for a few absurd love letters. Roxanne, hush, absurd. How can you know? I thought I loved you ever since one night when a voice that I never would have known under my window breathed your soul to me. But all this time, your letters, 
every one was like hearing your voice there in the dark, all around me, like your arms around me. More lightly. At last, I came. Anyone would. Do you suppose the prim Penelope had stayed at home embroidering if Ulysses wrote like you? She would have fallen like another Helen, tucked up those linen petticoats of hers, and followed him to Troy. Christian, but you, Roxanne, I read them over and over. I grew faint reading them. I belonged to you. Every page of them was like a petal fallen from your soul, like the light and the fire of a great love, sweet and strong and true. Christian, sweet and strong and true. You felt that, Roxanne? Roxanne, you know how I feel. Christian, so you came. Roxanne, oh my Christian, oh my king, lift me up if I fall upon my knees. It is the heart of me that kneels to you and will remain forever at your feet. You cannot lift that. I came here to say, forgive me. It is time to be forgiven now when we may die presently. Forgive me for being light and vain and loving you only because you were beautiful. Christian, astonished. Roxanne, Roxanne. Afterwards, I knew better. Afterwards, I had to learn to use my wings. I loved you for yourself, too, knowing you more and loving more of you. And now, Christian, now, Roxanne, it is yourself I love now, your own self. Christian, taken aback, Roxanne, Roxanne, gravely. Be happy. You must have suffered, for you must have seen how frivolous I was, and to be loved for the mere costume, the poor casual body you went about in, to a soul like yours, that must have been torture. Therefore, with words you revealed your heart. Now that image of you which filled my eyes first, I see better now, and I see it no more. Christian, oh, Roxanne, you still doubt your victory. Christian, miserably, Roxanne, Roxanne, I understand. You cannot perfectly believe in me. A love like this, Christian, I want no love like this. I want love only for, Roxanne, only for what every woman sees in you. I can do better than that. Christian, no, it was best before. Roxanne, you do not altogether know me. Dear, there is more of me than there was. With this, I can love more of you, more of what makes you your own self, truly. If you were less lovable, Christian, no. Roxanne, less charming, ugly even. I should love you still. Christian, you mean that. Roxanne, I do mean that. Christian, ugly. Roxanne, yes, 
Even then, Christian agonized. Oh, God, Roxanne. Now are you happy? Christian choking. Yes, Roxanne. What is it? Christian pushes her away gently. Only nothing. One moment, Roxanne. But, Christian gestures toward the cadets. I am keeping you from those poor fellows. Go and smile at them. They are going to die. Roxanne, softly. Dear Christian. Christian, go. She goes up among the Gascons, who gather round her respectfully. Cyrano. Cyrano comes out of the tent, armed for the battle. What is wrong? You look, Christian. She does not love me any more. Cyrano smiles. You think not, Christian. She loves you, Cyrano. No, Christian bitterly. She loves only my soul, Cyrano. No, Christian. Yes, that means you, and you love her, Cyrano. I, Christian, I see, I know, Cyrano. That is true, Christian. More than Cyrano, quietly. More than that. Christian, tell her so, Cyrano. No, Christian, why not, Cyrano? Why, look at me, Christian. She would love me if I were ugly, Cyrano, startled. She said that, Christian. Yes, now then, Cyrano, half to himself. It was good of her to tell you that. Change of tone. Nonsense. Do not believe any such madness. It was good of her to tell you. Do not take her at her word. Go on. You will never be ugly. Go. She would never forgive me. Christian. That is what we shall see. Cyrano. No. No. Christian. Let her choose between us. Tell her everything. Cyrano. No, you torture me. Christian. Shall I ruin your happiness because I have a cursed pretty face? That seems too unfair. Cyrano. And am I to ruin yours because I happen to be born with power to say what you, perhaps, feel? Christian. Tell her. Cyrano. Man. Do not try me too far, Christian. I am tired of being my own rival, Cyrano. Christian, Christian. Our secret marriage, no witnesses, fraudulent, that can be annulled, Cyrano. Do not try me, Christian. I want her love for the poor fool I am, or not at all. Oh, I am going through with this. I'll know, one way or the other. Now I shall walk down to the end of the post. Go tell her. Let her choose one of us. Cyrano. It will be you. Christian. God, I hope so. He turns and calls. 
Roxanne! Cyrano. No, no! Roxanne hurries down to him. Yes, Christian? Christian. Cyrano has news for you. Important. She turns to Cyrano. Christian goes out. Roxanne, lightly. Oh, important. Cyrano. He is gone. To Roxanne. Nothing. Only, Christian thinks you ought to know. Roxanne. I do know. He still doubts what I told him just now. I saw that. Cyrano takes her hand. Was it true, what you told him just now? Roxanne. It was true. I said that I should love him even... Cyrano, smiling sadly. The word comes hard before me. Roxanne. Even if he were... Cyrano. Say it. I shall not be hurt. Ugly. Roxanne. Even then I should love him. A few shots off stage in the direction in which Christian disappeared. Hark! The guns! Cyrano. Hideous. Roxanne. Hideous. Cyrano. Disfigured. Roxanne. Or disfigured. Cyrano. Even grotesque. Roxanne. How could he ever be grotesque, ever, to me? Cyrano. But you could love him so, as much as... Roxanne. Yes, and more. Cyrano, aside, excitedly. It is true. True. Perhaps. God, this is too much happiness. To Roxanne. I... Roxanne... Listen. Lebray enters quickly, calls to Cyrano in a low tone. Cyrano. Cyrano turns. Yes. Lebray. Hush. He whispers a few words to him. Cyrano lets fall Roxanne's hand. Ah. Roxanne. What is it? Cyrano, half stunned and aside. All gone. Roxanne. More shots. What is it? Oh, they are fighting. She goes up to look off stage. Cyrano. All gone. I cannot ever tell her. Now. Ever. Roxanne starts to rush away. What has happened? Cyrano restrains her. Nothing. Several cadets enter. They conceal something which they are carrying and form a group so as to prevent Roxanne from seeing their burden. Roxanne. These men. Cyrano. Come away. He leads her away from the group. Roxanne. You were telling me something. Cyrano. Oh, that? Nothing. Gravely. I swear to you that the spirit of Christian, that his soul was— corrects himself quickly— that his soul is no less great, Roxanne catches at the word. Was? She cries out and rushes among the men and scatters them. Cyrano. All gone. Roxanne sees Christian lying upon his cloak. Christian! Lebray to Cyrano. At the first volley. 
Roxanne throws herself upon the body of Christiane. Shots, at first scattered, then increasing. Drums, voices shouting. Carbon, sword in hand. Here they come, ready. Followed by the cadets, he climbs over the parapet and disappears. Roxanne, Christiane, Carbon, off stage. Come on there, you, Roxanne. Christiane, Carbon, fall in. Roxanne, Christiane, Carbon, measure your fuse. Ragano hurries up, carrying a helmet full of water. Christiane, faintly. Roxanne, Cyrano, low and quick in Christiane's ear, while Roxanne is dipping into the water a strip of linen torn from her dress. I have told her. She loves you. Christian closes his eyes. Roxanne turns to Christian. Yes, my darling. Carbon. Draw your ramrods. Roxanne to Cyrano. He is not dead. Carbon. Open your charges. Roxanne. I can feel his cheek growing cold against mine. Carbon. Take aim. Roxanne. A letter. Over his heart, she opens it. For me. Cyrano, aside. My letter. Carbon. Fire! Musketry, cries and groans, din of battle. Cyrano, trying to withdraw his hand, which Roxanne, still upon her knees, is holding. But Roxanne, they are fighting. Roxanne, wait a little. He's dead. No one else knew him but you. She weeps quietly. Was he not a great lover, a great man, a hero? Cyrano, standing, bareheaded. Yes, Roxanne. Roxanne, a poet, unknown, adorable. Cyrano, yes, Roxanne. Roxanne, a fine mind. Cyrano. Yes, Roxanne. Roxanne. A heart deeper than we knew. A soul magnificently tender. Cyrano. Firmly. Yes, Roxanne. Roxanne sinks down upon the breast of Christian. He is dead now. Cyrano, aside, draws his sword. Why, so am I. For I am dead, and my love mourns for me, and does not know. Trumpets in distance. De Guiche appears on the parapet, disheveled, wounded on the forehead, shouting. The signal! Hark! The trumpets! The army has returned! Hold them now! Hold them! The army! Roxanne. On his letter. Blood and tears. A voice off stage. Surrender, the cadets. No. Ragano, this place is dangerous. Cyrano to de Guiche. Take her away. I am going. Roxanne kisses the letter faintly. His blood, his tears. Ragano leaps down from the coach and runs to her. She has fainted. De Guiche on the parapet, savagely, to the cadets. Hold them voice off stage. Lay down your arms, 
voices. No, no. Cyrano to de Guiche. Sir, you have proved yourself. Take care of her. De Guiche hurries to Roxanne and takes her up in his arms. As you will. We can win if you hold on a little longer. Cyrano. Good. Calls out to Roxanne as she is carried away fainting by de Guiche and Ragano. Adieu, Roxanne. Tumult, outcries. Several cadets come back wounded and fall on the stage. Cyrano, rushing to the fight, is stopped on the crest of the parapet by Carbon, covered with blood. Carbon, we are breaking. I am twice wounded. Cyrano shouts to the Gascons. Ardi, reculez pas, drôlos. To Carbon, holding him up. So, never fear. I have two deaths to avenge now. Christian's and my own. They come down. Cyrano takes from him the lance with Roxanne's handkerchief still fastened to it. Float, little banner, with her name. He plants it on the parapet, then shouts to the cadets. Tumbe dessus, escrasalu, to the fifer. Your fife, music. Fife plays. The wounded drag themselves to their feet. Other cadets scramble over the parapet and group themselves around Cyrano and his tiny flag. The coach is filled and covered with men, bristling with muskets, transformed into a redoubt. A cadet reels backward over the wall, still fighting, shouts, They are climbing over, and falls dead. Cyrano, Very good. Let them come. A salute now. The parapet is crowned for an instant with a rank of enemies. The imperial banner of Spain is raised aloft. Fire! General Volley. Voice among the ranks of the enemy. Fire! Murderous counterfire. The cadets fall on every side. A Spanish officer uncovers. Who are these men who are so fond of death? Cyrano, erect amid the hail of bullets, declaims, The cadets of Gascon, the defenders of Carbon de Casteljaloux, free fighters, free lovers, free spenders. He rushes forward, followed by a few survivors. The cadets of Gascon. The rest is lost in the din of battle.